Do you know what a negative trigger list is? Or why you need one? Or how about how a negative trigger list can help you improve yourself and your life? Sounds like something you would like to learn more about? Great, then stay tuned because that is what you will learn in today's episode. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Growth Philosophy Podcast, a weekly bite-sized podcast focused on helping you to think better and upgrade your life. And I am your host, Salik. In the last episode, we looked into a simple and nearly foolproof way to help you get started with meditation. If you're new to meditation or have struggled with it in the past, do check out that episode as that can give you just what you need to easily start your own meditation practice. In fact, you can use that method to get started today. In the well, next five minutes, even. Meditation is a great practice to adopt, which is why I'm going over the point here, because I really want you to look into it. It can help you in many ways, as research has proven. So if you have not already started meditating, it really is about time to look into that and get started. One of the key benefits of meditation is helping you become more aware of your thoughts, especially the negative ones. And that is important because your negative thoughts have a huge impact on your life. They do a lot more good than harm. Actually, it's the other way around. They do a lot more harm than good. And the effect is cumulative. It builds up over time. So, the longer you leave them unchecked, the more harm they do. It's like compound interest. The longer you leave them be, the more interest in a cruise and not in a good way. So understanding them is a really useful thing that you can do for yourself, as well as the people that you love and care about. Because the way you think does not just impact you, they also impact the people around you. So understanding about your negative thoughts and ideas and biases and beliefs and even triggers can make you a better person. So when we talk about negative thoughts, there is not just one type of negative thought. Negative thoughts come in all sorts of different shapes and forms. As you learn from the episodes on cognitive bias, often we even have negative thoughts, beliefs and biases without even being aware of them. And that is a worrying thought, I know. But the good news is that you can do something about them. There are tools to deal with your negative thoughts, beliefs and biases. I discussed a few I discussed a few tips on this very topic in one of the past episodes. I will include the relevant links in the podcast description so you can have a look at them there. As for today's talk, I'm going to tell you about a tool that can really help you get a handle on some of your negative thoughts, namely your triggers. So without further ado, let's get started and let's explore today's topic, negative trigger list. So let's deal with the what first. What is a negative trigger list? A negative trigger list is a list of things that negatively trigger you. So think about things that bother you upset you, annoy you, frustrate you, or even things that make you mad and see red. Those things, those are your negative triggers. 
Some triggers will be more intense than others, and not everyone is triggered by the same things. But I will come to those details a bit later. Let's first talk about why you need a negative trigger list. So you know that you have negative triggers. Well, if you didn't understand this now, you have negative triggers. Everyone does. But why do you need to catalog them? Why should you create a list of all these negative things? Maybe you're thinking that reminding yourself of these bad things isn't a good thing, right? Well, not really. This exercise of creating a negative trigger list is one of improving your self-awareness. Yes, everyone has triggers. Some are triggered more easily than others, but absolutely everyone has triggers. Even the most non-violent and patient people in the world have triggers. They had triggers. So it doesn't really matter who you are. You have them. Unfortunately or fortunately, they are just part and parcel of having a mind. So don't feel bad about this. It's nothing to feel bad about. Having triggers is just part of being human. So it's not a bad thing to have them, and it most certainly is not a bad thing to know about them. What is bad, though, is being oblivious to them. It is bad when you ignore them, and then they trigger you so unexpectedly that you end up doing something you regret. Like saying something terrible to a loved one. A more extreme example would be crimes of passion. Here is the thing to remember. Actions always have consequences. And that is what makes your negative triggers so important to deal with. Because your actions and your words have consequences. So you need to understand and acknowledge this truth about yourself. That will be the starting point for you. You need to acknowledge the fact that you have negative triggers. And that is not the end of the world. Like I said before, we all have them. It's a normal thing. The important thing is to not get overpowered by them and not leave them in the driver's seat. Acknowledging the fact that you have negative triggers will help you start the process. And the best way you can be in the driving seat rather than your triggers blindsiding you is to be aware of them. Awareness of issues is always key to dealing with them. Because you need to understand that there are issues in the first place for you to actually even be able to deal with them. But let's think about the negative triggers. Building that awareness, creating that awareness about your negative triggers, that is a useful thing to do. But will it completely get rid of them? It's unlikely. And I want you to be realistic about this. Knowing about your negative triggers will not completely get rid of them. It might, for some of those triggers, for the small triggers for instance, just shedding light on them might be enough to get rid of them. But for the more intense and serious ones, for the things that are really important to you, like things that go against your core values, making this list will help you understand what's going on under the surface and help you get more awareness of why certain things trigger you. So they might not completely get rid of them, but they can help you manage them or even deal with them. So this awareness that you create from going through this exercise 
can help you come up with ideas for handling your triggers. So remember how I mentioned everyone has triggers? This includes me, of course. I used to have a bit of an anger problem. This was years ago, thankfully, and these days rarely ever does my anger get the better of me or overwhelming. And one of the things that helped me get a handle on my anger was to become aware of what triggered my anger. A friend asked me recently, actually not long ago, what ticked me off? And I struggled to answer. That question would have been easy to answer a few years ago because there were so many things, there were quite a few triggers. But this time, I had to take some time to think about it. It's not that I don't have any triggers anymore. I absolutely do. I am human after all. But things are very different now. My triggers are miles apart from the thin fears I used to have. They are nowhere nearly as intense. I used to be a pretty angry and impatient person. So if I can develop patience and get a handle on my triggers, I'm pretty sure you can too. And becoming aware of your negative triggers will get you started on that process. So now you know what a negative trigger list is and why you need to create your own negative trigger list. You understand now why it is important to become aware of your negative triggers and how that can be really good for you. So we have covered the why and the what. You understand what it is and why it is good for you. So now let's look at the how. Now let's look at how you can create your own. So how do you actually develop such awareness of your negative triggers? A lot of them, if not most, often lie hidden beneath the surface. So they aren't always very visible. So how do you discover them? And this is where creating a trigger list comes in. Basically, what you will be doing is brainstorming and taking note of your negative triggers. If you're not entirely clear about this concept yet, don't worry. I have a three-step process for you to guide you through this, step by step. So stay tuned. And here is how you can get started. It's a three-step process, and this is step number one. Think about anything and everything that negatively triggers you. Think about what bothers you, the things that upset you, or even makes you mad. Spend some time on this and make as big a list as you can. If it helps, give yourself a time limit. That often can really jog your memory. Now once you create your list, then rate the triggers on a scale of 1 to 5. 5 being the trigger that invokes the most intense reaction. This rating will help you figure out what things and situations are more of a trigger for you. So the things that really, really push your buttons, the things that make you see red, will get a score of 5, whereas the things, the stuff that mildly annoys you will get a score of 1. You get the idea, so score all of your triggers. Once you have your list, this is the last step. Once you have your list and you have scored them, next reflect on why, you, why they trigger you and how you can deal with them. Now, word on this list that you create. I recommend that you create this list somewhere where you can look at it and update it, especially since it might take you days, if not longer, to create a really comprehensive list of your triggers. You might stumble upon a triggered months down the line. So as and when you do, just update your list. And this is why it's important to have a list that you can easily access. I personally like Evernote for stuff like this. 
because it's online I can easily update it or revise it. But you can opt for something else or even a physical notebook. Use whatever works for you as long as you have the list to hand to update and reflect on as and when you need. The medium is not important. As for the exercise itself, this is a self-introspection exercise. And it is one that can get you started on the journey of developing understanding and awareness about your own negative triggers. As a bonus, this exercise will also help you improve your self-knowledge overall. So when creating this list, there are a few things I want you to keep in mind. Here is a really important one. This is not a task that you can complete overnight, so don't get impatient. It is a journey, and like anything to do with personal growth and self-awareness, it will take a bit of time. Do not think about this as something you can figure out and deal with fast. This is not a race that you need to win as fast as possible. It's a marathon. When you get started with this exercise, you will very likely struggle to come up with a comprehensive list right away. And that is okay. Give yourself time, be patient with yourself. Once you start the exercise, you will start noticing the triggers, which you can then add to your list over time. So over time, you will create a comprehensive list. It will not happen overnight, and that's okay. Here is another important thing I want you to remember. Self-awareness is a lifelong process, rather than something you can start and get done with in one day, or in one sitting, or in one hour. Learning about your own self will take you a lifetime, especially because of the fact that we all change and evolve over time. So treat this as a journey, because that is exactly what it is. It is a journey, but a very worthwhile one. So you have to be patient, but it makes sense for you to be patient. Because learning about yourself empowers you to be better and do better. Like how knowing about your negative triggers can help you to discover the things that negatively trigger you, which in turn can help you to manage them and even deal with them and diffuse them. So I want you to take a few minutes today to spend on this self-introspection exercise and start working on your own negative trigger list. Grab a pen and paper or grab your app or Evernote for that matter and think about these questions. Think what are your negative triggers? What are the things that bother you? Even a small amount. Really dig deep when thinking about these negative triggers and creating your list. But that's not the end of it, of course. Creating this negative trigger list is not just about becoming aware of them or listing your negative triggers. It is also about helping you deal with them. So on that note, after you've created your list, think about why they bother you and how they impact you. Remember I had three steps for you to go through? The point, like I said, is not just to list them, it's also to provide you with awareness as well as ways of dealing with them. So go through this thing, these three steps. Don't just list them and rate them, also think about how you can actually deal with them. And when it comes to dealing with them, remember this, at the end of the day, in the grand scheme of things, nothing on your list will be worth losing your mind over. And I want you to really give this some thought. 
does it really ever make sense for you to get so agitated about your negative triggers that you completely lose your mind? Ask yourself that question for each and every one of your triggers. For most of your triggers, the answer should be no pretty much right away. Because most of our triggers are not that intense or important. Most of our triggers are pretty small, trivial stuff. They're not really stuff to lose your mind or peace of mind over. But there will be some big stuff. There will be triggers that are tied to things that are very important to you. And for those things, you might feel that reacting negatively is a reasonable reaction. Everyone has different things that are important to them. So if your answer is yes for any of your negative triggers, if you feel that makes sense for you to get agitated or angry about any particular negative trigger of yours, then I want you to consider how you can manage them. This will help you to create a plan to help yourself in the future so that you don't end up doing something, anything, that you will regret. This exercise will help you to not just figure out what your negative triggers are, but it will also help you to start actually dealing with them. So really think about this, work on it, and develop self-awareness, especially about the negative things in your life. Because if you don't even know about the issues that you have, you won't be able to deal with them. I sincerely hope that you will implement what you learned here today. Give it a go. Create your own negative trigger list. It is more important than you might realize because even just the awareness of it alone can help you go a long way in dealing with your negative triggers, which in turn will help you as well as the people around you in many ways for years to come. It's a small amount of effort. It doesn't take much, but this small effort can have a huge impact in your life. So the upsides are massive. This huge return and investment, of course, is why personal growth is of such importance and why investing in yourself is the best investment you can make, hands down. On that note, if you want to learn more about personal growth, self-improvement and mindset, check out the other episodes. There is quite a bit of information there. You can also check out my website for even more resources, including more of my thoughts, ideas, tools, guides, etc. on the topics of personal growth. So that's it for today. I really hope you found this talk useful. If you have any questions or comments, post them on my website or even on my Twitter. And as always, it was a great pleasure having you listen in. I will catch you again next Monday. Until then, have a great week. And remember, think better to upgrade your life.